Mikey and Rin stay in. Oh, yeah. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Mikey and Rin stay in. I'm Mikey. And I'm Rin. What you sipping on over there? <laughs> um, I've, I have a... Ma- <laughs> what do I have? Herbal. Matcha. Yeah, no, a matcha toasted rice um, tea. Ooh. It's so good. Mm. Mm-hmm. Welcome to our the Meditation Hour from Portland, Oregon. The West Coast Meditation Hour <laughs> with Herbal Tea Calman and Chamomile Relaxyworth. Just <laughs> <laughs> mm. the whole show is going to be us going, hmm. <laughs> I actually just commented how, oh man, it's a little late in the day for green tea. Mm, oh boy. <laughs> You're going to really hate the jello shots. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Things have gotten real tight around here, guys. Oh, man, caffeine. I don't know about that. Roller skating? Put your elbow pads on. Actually, I think we've gone the other way in our house. She's like, Taking the guardrails off, you mean? A little bit. Yeah, sure. Rinny, the other day, we were on the beach, and there was guys uh, paragliding, I'm going to call it. Sure. Yeah, it's like where you jump off a cliff with a parachute, and then you glide in the air. It looks... So fun. Yeah. Rinny was like, Rinny doesn't give a shit about like adventure, scary stuff. And she was like, ooh, we should try that. I was like, well, okay. Definitely. Well, but then we got to the top where there was one gentleman that was about to heave himself off the side of a cliff. Yep. And that motherfucker was talking about weather patterns, wind... Um, like all kinds of sciencey shit that you have to keep in your head in order to plummet. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) To your death if you don't have the science. And so I was kind of like, oh, oh, maybe maybe that's not for me. And what was the other thing? Oh, and then there was like (laughs) eight people that had gathered around and he did two, I would call them unsuccessful takeoffs. Yes. Maybe. And when you have an unsuccessful takeoff, it's not just like, oh man, I'll just, stand here again and get my shit together no you've got this gigantic parachute that's now crumpled and then everyone was like helping him like smooth it out and he was like okay thank you you know but what was the other part about you there so the thing is attached (laughs) to his backpack the sail i think he called it the parachute is attached to his backpack by nine thousand. Oh my god! So many strings. Strings. <laughs> so many strings. Like like the <laughs> like triple the thickness of like dental floss. Yeah. And Corinne was like, "You said something like I can't even keep my my shirts unwrinkled or whatever. How the fuck would it take well, care of all the? I typically can't even zip my raincoat, so I'm trying to imagine like right you being keep them all a, straight. A, yeah, and, like, yeah, like master puppeteer. Yeah. And they get wrapped around each other. I mean, I like, it's the fucking best day of my life when I can get our hose to wrap around the hose holder for in our garden, like in a circle, not kinked. Yep. I like can- I was vacuuming today and it was a win that while I was upstairs, I didn't have any entanglement of the cord because downstairs I had like yeah. six times where yeah. it was tangled up. Yeah. And it's and the idea that like those marionette strings are, are the only thing keeping me from <laughs> yeah. death. Yeah. Yeah. Plummeting to the earth. I'm like, eh, maybe it's not our sport. <laughs> well, and I... Looks rad though. Yeah. I mean... I overthink, like, you know, putting salad into our bowls. So I can't imagine Not the, the s- thought yeah. of, like, is... Because you have to catch 
the wind at a particular moment. Oh, yeah, it wasn't like it was like moment. jump in. No, yeah. no, no. Well, this is why surfing has like been so hard for me to pick up because it's like I'm a, I've skied my whole life. I've mountain biked my whole life. Those are things where basically the terrain's not going to change. Like, yes, there's avalanches in skiing, but basically you go up. You don't like wait for the wave. You just ski. Right, right, right. You know, and the yeah. snow is either soft that day or it's hard that day or it's sunny or it's cloudy, you know. Yeah. But like with waves, every one of them is different. With wind, every moment is different. Yeah. Yeah. And this dude was like, he like tried to go a couple times and it was kind of like, oh, maybe the wind's not blowing exactly the and right And this way. guy was a was like kind of a pro. He I mean, was, he he, he, he clearly has been doing this for a while. And I would think that he would say that he was like not. Yeah. But so that. Proves, terrifying. It's terrifying. Well, and you, it's so funny because this says so much about who you are and then who I am. My, the way that I want to get that same sort of adrenaline rush is not through adventure sports but through a roller coaster right because i literally don't want to be in control of my the cortisol response right. <laughs> I, just <Right>. want, like, <laughs> I just want someone to be pulling a lever and the only thing i have to remember is like make sure that don't the guardrail is down <laughs> yeah and don't but you shit don't even, yourself right but i mean the guardrail has fucking nothing to do with you Right. They they are like I remember being on a thing. I fucking hate roller coasters. I think it's terrifying, and because I'm out of control. God, if I, I can love control them. it, I will go. I'll ski faster than almost anybody. I'll bike downhill faster than a lot of people. But like I hate it. But I was on like a um like one that swings back and forth like this. So when Ooh, you, like the pirate ship. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it was like a I love those more diesel version of it. But so when where you're, you're basically out of your seat. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And when you're and you're facing each other, yeah. and there was this fucking huge fat guy <laughs> on the other side of me. Not a judgment <laughs> call about his weight or anything. I don't care about your weight, but when your weight could fall and smash me to death, <laughs> I care. So you know when you're swung one way, you're leaning towards yes. them, and when you're the other way, they're like going to fall on you. And my clicky clicky thing thing uh-huh. was not fully clicked in. Oh, and but it was like you know how like when you adjust your seat in your car, sometimes you don't hit the next notch, but then you slide back into it. Yeah. So that's what happened with this. But on our first swing, my direction, I fell forward like maybe four inches, three <laughs> inches, let's say, before the thing clicked in. <laughs> but what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I was like, oh my god, I'm gonna fall onto this fat man, and then I'm gonna fall into the funnel cake cart or whatever. <laughs> and <laughs> I mean, of the landings you can have. Falling into a fat man and then a funnel cake cart, not so bad. Sounds kind of awesome. Here's the way I picture it. I fall into a sweaty taint and then I fall into the fryer. Oh, (laughs) see, I was picturing soft belly landing and then your mouth lands on a funnel cake. No, I'm sweaty. I I like land on his sweat. So then I'm wet and dewy going into the fryer, which makes the fryer even more explosive. Yeah. doomsday of you dewey doomsday yeah (laughs) god doily double um so hi guys (laughs) the the seven minute intro bullshit (laughs) but this is what this show should be it's just us having a great time and laughing we we have not wanted to do the show for a while because it just feels like triggering yeah it's a lot and you know we also want to i you know we want to have we've been having discussions about like what we want our show to be and i just don't want it to be taxing yeah, it has felt that. Yeah, you know. Of late. I mean, we definitely took a big, big break. Yeah. Um, For and any those of you oops. whose ears are still here, hi. Hi. And thank you. Thank you. <laughs> for You know, for any of you that know us, for those of you that know us, 
we don't live sadly. Like we, the beginning of the farts and, you know, fat guy funnel cake taint, the beginning of our show, that's how we roll. Like that's how our house is. And so it's been super weird for us to be sad in our house. That's not new. Or that is new. That's not something we're, we're used to. Yeah, for sure. And then, you know, and then the show, like when, when we're making dick and fart jokes and we're talking about MC Hammer's croissant dick or we're talking about <laughs> Rin's penis arms or <laughs> anything that's immature, that's us. Yeah. The like sad, mature shit, like talking about real stuff, ooh, that's more, you can you can talk about mature stuff. I can't. Mm-hmm. I'm like a child. You're not a serious person. No, I'm not. <laughs> Fuck you, Malcolm Gladwell, you <laughs> judgy dick. <laughs> But Malcolm Gladwell a lot of times says, he's a serious person. I fucking hate that. It's so stupid. What does that mean? He went to an Ivy League school. So did we. Elitist dick. Yeah. But I think it means we need to do something different. Yeah. Yeah. It's, you know, I think it's, um, it's interesting to feel, to start to feel um, joyful moments again. Because yeah. I, I, there was a... There was definitely a period there where, um, you know, I, I I would describe it as feeling underwater. It seemed like everything was, you know, when you're underwater, it's like sound is weird and yeah, you what you kind see, of hear, you, you can, can kind of see. see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and it really... It That's a good way to describe it. Yeah, it felt like that. And it also, um, then the like taking your head up from out of the water i'm i'm having sort of that sensation now where i'm like oh my god everything is now like really loud and really bright and i'm feeling really anxious and really angry and yeah (laughs) it's like there's there's more um texture to my life now than just like i can't get out of bed um sadness right yeah which is so it's really interesting well what's interesting to see like is you know i think we might have talked about it on the previous episode but like grief Mm -hmm. how it works because you and i have been through the same stages of grief Mm -hmm. but at extremely different timing and paces right like i kind of exploded into my version of what you're talking about like in these patches right and then in between i've kind of been like I would, you know, kind of fake it till you make it sort of happiness. And what did we discuss? Is it Milgram? It's not Milgram. Oh, Anyways, the, yeah, the the stages of Both really grief. good psych majors over here. I know, it's how someone, about it? Yeah, it's, a, it's an actually a woman, which I learned about, mm-hmm. um, that, that identified the stages of grief. And, you know, it's one of these things where there's like, you know, bargaining and all, all these different stages of grief, but you can go through them all in a row. None of them, not in a row, some totally. of them. Totally. It's just like, it's the most, like, I'm like, come on, psychologist. Yeah. Are you guys serious? Like, <laughs> fucking, just be real about something you can take you seriously. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's like, but I've gone through this kind of version of my grief. You've gone through yours. Well, and the, the other difference too is that uh, you didn't have a um, Kubler come, Ross. Come down from hormones too, right? Well, no, no. This is what I was, yeah, that's yeah. what I was leading into is that. All of my grief is, oh, I'm not going to be able to do this with my daughter. Or, oh, it's all kind of mental grief. It's like thinking about the things that could have been, seeing my wife grieving and feeling for you. But like my body, nothing changed about my body besides getting fatter because I ate pizza because I was sad. (laughs) But you literally touched our daughter every day for 21 weeks. Right. 
And then your hormones were, you know, thrown all over the place. Right, right. Yeah, that's that's real for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I don't, I don't know. Those of you that have have experienced grief likely know this that it's it's so. Um, I feel like it was very predictable for me in the beginning. Like it was just sad and yeah. dark and yep. deep and gross and heavy and sticky. And then it was not that all the time. Mm-hmm. But you but now there's this, you know, like weather pattern to it, right? Where it's mm. like I I'm I can predict that maybe I'm going to be sad, but then it's it ends up being sunny, and then other times I think it's mm. going to not be sad, and it really is. And so you know the the yeah, thing right now weird. that's totally throwing me is motherfucking Mother's Day. Yeah, it's everywhere. Every fucking every time I check my email, every time I schedule a a patient, every t- you know it's like. Oh, you're gonna be here on Mother's Day. You know, it's there's all of this right. stuff, and I just didn't even, I didn't even think about it. It's cool that it's in the conversation now that people are recognizing that it's like maybe it's something that I don't know. Not that we're gonna like get rid of, but that a lot of people have a really troubled relationship with their mother. A lot of people have infertility issues, can't become moms. A lot of people's parents, moms are dead. You know, like it's not like it's a universally like happy, let's go eat fucking hollandaise, here's some flowers day for people. (laughs) It's just, it's pretty assumptive. Right, right. Some people don't have a mother. Right. Some people have two dads. Like what the fuck? Yeah. And so, I don't know, it just seems archaic. But it is up our asses oh my god everywhere everywhere jesus yeah and it makes it hard for me to want to celebrate my mom right because i'm like i want to send her something but i'm like oh fucking mother's day i don't feel that way about valentine's day i know a lot of people do but i'm just like i don't know yeah yeah i don't know it's you know the other thing about the show is i just don't want to you know like there's all the things in the world to re-injure us right i don't want our show to be a place for us to be re-injured right you know yeah and so, I, I don't know. I don't know what it means. I think that Mikey and Rin stay in as a concept is wonderful. I think we are fucking wonderful and very entertaining. <laughs> I do. And so I'm kind of wondering, can we pivot Mikey and Rin stay in this to the, kind of a new concept where you come on and it's like we talk about all the fun, stupid things that we talk about and some serious stuff, but it's not like anchored in this thing that's really been hard for us. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't either. Um, but that's, I think also we just wanted, because we have just the, really the loveliest, most devoted, sweet, special yeah. community of people. Yeah. Um, and, you know, there's a, obviously in the beginning, there's a lot, There's there, there was this like amazing outpouring of, um support yeah but we've had you know like trickles of that even now yeah it's amazing and um i don't know i just i really appreciate that because it's a you know i think that i've a little bit been in a place of um okay when are you going to be over it when are you going to get over it when right when when does the the clock run out (laughs) on your like you're allowed to still be grieving or something Mm. 
Um, and I've let go of that a little bit because it's all, it's just a journey, isn't it? And totally. Acadia is always going to be a part of me, mm-hmm. quite literally. Like, we dropped her name on the show? Yeah, I think so. We did in the episode before. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, we're calling her Acadia, but we call her Katie. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, literally, her fetal cells will be in my body, right? Yeah. And so... Well, this is... I mean, and this is part of it where, like, I feel like there's... It's interesting because, like, right when I... You also, you know, you get the vibe off someone in the second that they start talking about something. And so, the like, at the beginning when I would tell people about it, like, I was rough and raw. And so I would talk to people and they were like, ooh, he's at a 12 I need to meet him at a 12 right uh-huh. so they'd be like crying and whatever you know now I've been talking about it for a long time it's still brutal I'm still kind of at a 12 talking about it right. but like I'll talk to a friend recently you know and it's like they're kind of like oh yeah that is sad you know but that was two months ago or whatever three months ago you right. know right and they nobody has said that I would punch someone in the throat if they said that but, <laughs> but yeah it is it is hard to know when it, but I'm just I, I just think it's like I have all the feels all the time. Right, right. I wake up almost every morning like, huh. Yeah. Should I just eat razor blades for breakfast? <laughs> <laughs> well, and there's lots of milestones yet to hit still, right? There's Mother's Day. There's Father's Day. There's due date. There's, yeah. you know, followed very quickly by my birthday of which I'm real bummed at how much I'm aging and I still don't have a baby. And, right. you know, so it's there's lots oh, yeah. of stuff I think still to hit. Um, and yeah, I don't know. This yeah. has been, this has been deep and brute, brutal, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, when I just, you know, it's like, but we, you know, we operate from a place of kind of, I think happiness and mm-hmm. like, we look at the good in the world. We look at like, you know, I think we do embrace joy for sure. Oh, fuck. Yeah. yeah. Like it's, and I just think that's the part that, that shines about the show i think too you know is that like yeah dude we're going through something that you know not many people go through um the exact thing that we've gone through infertility a lot of people are going through but just not many many people want to talk about it um we're sitting with a stack of thank you cards behind us like hundreds of thank you cards we have to send out not that we have to that we want to send out to the people who loved us yeah amazing and like sent us things or made us stuff or you know, it just... We were so loved and held and supported. Yeah. It's really, really been such a beautiful thing. I did probably talk about pizza too much in my life and on the show because we received <laughs> enough pizza that I'm now on Whole30 with my wife to lose weight from the, the fatness that I've created in myself, which is no judgment the fat on fatness. Sads, great. I'm going to go ahead and say it. The fat sads were like the the exactly what i needed yeah and i'm gonna say kind of fun even like it was like it was sad as shit it it was was i could not do anything else i couldn't get my butt off the couch but to go to work like i could manage that um yeah but like then i would be plastered again to the couch with some food and you and obi yep and it was glorious it was really glorious when we uh, the other part of it was, well, so like, if you haven't watched Big Mouth, watch Big Mouth. Uh, it's the greatest so show on TV, I think. It's so smart. It's so touching. But anyways, they have like these, these kind of anthropomorphized versions of your feelings on the show and things you're going through. So there's like the hormone monster, which is like this sex crazed masturbator. Um, the anxiety mosquito. Yeah, I the anxiety mosquito yeah. zinging around. But they've got depression kitty. Mm. 
which is this big kind of like Alice in Wonderlandy sort of cat that lays purple. on yeah purple yeah. lays on top of you southern accent southern accent just like why don't you just go back to bed and then she'll like lay on top of you yeah and like so you literally can't get up <laughs> and Rini like said to me one day she was like I because I, I don't think you've really ever been like depressed before no anxiety is my my more my speed yeah and I'd never been depressed until a couple years ago and and I would describe it to you, and you, you know, I just, you were so sweet, but you just, I don't think, got it. But you were like, oh, yeah, it's, I just thought depression was like, you didn't, you didn't want to get out of bed. Mm-hmm. But it's literally like, you can't. No, I can't. I literally can't move my limbs like right anvils. Now. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there is that, that, um, like heaviness. Mm, yeah. That's so real. Yeah. Yeah, and it's I would I would even see it when I would like talk to people or whatever when I was going when we were going through kind of the thick of it. Um, I would talk to people and I felt like I was like on drugs. Totally. I was like I don't know how to talk about this. Yeah, I and felt my so not, like brain was just firing right a little more slowly too. There's probably some sort of a self preservation mechanism in that. Like it's like yeah, don't let you won't kind of your brain won't it won't let your brain go to like full panic mode or whatever because then you would just probably jump off a cliff yeah it's really interesting because i i like the sensations of anxiety that like sympathetic nervous system overdrive i feel like we we learn so much more about that any as a as a healthcare provider anyway yeah um and that is like you can sort of wrap your brain around that. Oh, the fight or flight. Okay, I get that. So we want to help get people more into that rest and digest state. Right? Okay, yeah. But with that, with a with a depressive state, it's that's very it's very different, right? Yeah, it's not sure. that like my heart's pounding, my palms are sweating. Right. I'm I'm I have diarrhea. I can't eat. I'm yeah. you know it's it's a really um, it's very much unique mm-hmm. when it's does every emotion or everything that your body goes through have to serve something like a purpose kind of does Seems I like mean, it's there. I, yeah i would say unless yeah. I, I don't know we're just we're like evolving new yeah emotional states which is probably true well right? i mean it's i do feel, you know that whole we've talked about this before but like they talk about space and like when space expands it's mm. not like expanding mm-hmm. it, it not it's not expanding into space it's expanding it's creating, it's creating new space yeah. as it's expanding, yeah, so, which exactly. is like a wild thing to like kind of, it's like growing into nothing. Right. And so I just feel like I've plumbed some new, I've made some new rooms in this house That's of mine. That's a good point, yeah. Yeah, basement, I think. Well, and you know, I feel like that as like inside of my own body, and I also feel like that within our relationship dynamic oh, too, yeah. right? It's like, um, oh, wow, I, you know, I've known you now for... We've been together for over 10 years. We knew yep. each other for a couple of years before that. Yep. I feel like, mm, yeah, and I got a handle on who you are as a human. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, this happened and it's like, oh, wow, we can really navigate new space together. And I feel mm. like I just saw um, pieces of you that I hadn't before, which is really, I think, really lovely. I think so, too. Yeah. Were you talking about my bleached butthole? I'm so glad you did that. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't. Actually, God did that. (laughs) (laughs) You came pre-bleached. Yeah. Pre-bleached butthole. Just take it to the basement, Chief. (laughs) Yeah, I know, but it's it's fucking true. Because it's, well, and also just like, you know, 
not to just celebrate us too much, but like I knew that you were my person before all this. And like I knew you, that you were my person when it was like, oh, we can like go to Italy and drink champagne and, you know, we can like <laughs> go on fun trips and do like all the things we're going to do. But like I think this, this is a situation that either makes or breaks your relationship, you know. Sure. And literally something like 74% of relationships end at an autism diagnosis at a super early like a preemie birth. Or losing a kid, like in this yeah. situation, it's all like around the same, like early, like seventies. Wow. Yeah. Like marriages end. Mm. That's crazy, and I'm just like, I just, and I think if they, and I would like to see the flip side of that is, may, they end, or I think they become so much stronger. Right, right. And you know, ours. I don't know. I feel much closer to you. I feel more confident and like, I don't know. Before all this happened, I call I called this out to you before, but I used to kind of fuck with you sometimes. Where like we would get into like a what could have been just a discussion, but could tip over into argument or could just move away. <laughs> yeah, and it's that crossroads in any relationship where you're like, do I push this further and start a fight here, or do I do we just like be cool adults and move on? Right. But I would kind of fuck with you sometimes because be like, ah, I don't know, I'm bored. Let's just let's see if we can have a fight about <laughs> let's this. Let's poke the tiger. Yeah, let's poke the tiger. And I would do that, and like sometimes it would become a fight, and then whatever. Um, but I was doing that recently, and and it wasn't like poking a dead tiger. Like it wasn't like you were just like not there to respond. You were just like, ah, <laughs> and then you'd like you totally disempower the situation, hmm. or like you know just bring it like demilitarize the situation it was amazing mm. and it was like oh shit we're just looking out for each other that's what it is yeah so i love that i also just maybe didn't have the energy <laughs> well no but you had the energy <laughs> the other part of it was you had the energy though to make a funny joke or something or to huh. like do the exact thing that i needed to hear to like be like oh that's funny yeah huh. that diffuses it huh. yeah or you'd put on fucking maroon five <laughs> which we've talked about <laughs> a lot enough that one of our friends bootsy Sent us along in a Maroon 5 acoustic album. Yes, early. It looks early. early. Yeah, I'm looks so excited to find a CD player. Oh, yeah. I know. It's great. <laughs> I know, we, how prior to this, that? we're just watching... Um, well, first we were watching Magic Mike's... Um, <laughs> just the, the clip of Channing Tatum do... Um, yeah. <laughs> You all know. You know exactly what this Jenny is. Genuine's pony. So we went Great down a little. Went down a little movie, rabbit hole. Better song after them. Oh my god! A rabbit Weird. hole of watching him in the Ridge XXL, then watching his then wife um, perform it on the lip, lip, sync, lip sync, battle. sync battle. Yeah. And then watching Anne Hathaway, and then watching John Legend. Yeah. <laughs> It's great. It's so fun, and it all started from discussing what best, what Timbaland beats are the best. Like, what are the that best songs that he's produced? Was... And I was like, I mean, yeah, like "Love to Love You" is great. Yeah, like Aaliyah. But then I was like, God, isn't it this though? And I was like, Ah, oh, so good. It's such a good song. It's so good. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to be on a friend's podcast this afternoon called The Culture. And um, it's two guys, Ant and Jeff, that talk about hip-hop and lots of other stuff. But um, we're doing the best 20 hip-hop beats of all time today. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then we're also doing the top five hip-hop diss tracks. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So that'd be fun. Tune into that. Be fun. You and I should um, 
make it each make a diss track like i diss you and then you diss me oh yeah that'd be really fun i know what well, the thing about a good diss track is it's like roasting someone like you just pick like pick the five things mm-hmm. that like are there might be sensitive about and then yeah. just dig into just them just hammer them home mm-hmm. yeah my favorite diss track is ll cool j oh with cannabis yeah yeah so cannabis put out the song first and then ll cool j put out the response song which is like so much better there was one line. Yeah. Well, so Cannabis said um, uh, something, 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 catching the feels when 99% of your fans wear high heels. That's like right. Yes, that yes, yes, cool yes, yes, yes. fans yes. Um, <laughs> are all women, which is like not, I don't know, fuck you. Right. LL Cool J is hot and like who cares what the gender is. And so then LL Cool J's line was, um, ask Cannabis, he ain't understanding this because 99% of his fans don't exist. Yes. <laughs> such a good line because cannabis was like way less famous it's really and good. basically after that happened cannabis joined the military oh yeah like his career was over basically and he joined the military and man i don't even know what he's doing now at all wow and he was like famous for like a year or two huh yeah that's so interesting because i feel like a diss track would would catapult you you know because it's oh, like yeah. there's no bad press or whatever you know well there's plenty of artists that do it in order to get some fame. Right. So like Remy Ma, who's like a female rapper, and she um, she put out a diss track of Nicki Minaj, actually called Sheether, mm. but it's S-H and then Ether. Um, but, so, and I think part of it was just trying to like get on and get on people's radar. Sure, but, smart. Yeah, well, let's do it for each other. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I'm going to make fun of your height a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to make fun of your red-headedness. Cool. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, we're really, really going for that. Man, the jugs. Jugular. <laughs> Jugular. <laughs> going for jugs. the jugs. <laughs> I'm going to make could, fun of your jugs. You should make know. fun of my jugs. <laughs> They're disgusting. It's <laughs> <laughs> fucking stupid. Um, other little update for those of you that are um, following along just for our, <laughs> to hear the reproductive road yeah. to kiddom, hopefully. Um, we have a... Uh, meeting with the reproductive endocrinologist on May 26th. Which is our IVF doctor for those of you who are um, dyslexic not or serious not people. smart. Because yeah. <laughs> even when she just said reproductive endocrinologist, I was like, oh, our doctor. Yeah, okay. Yeah, but that's yeah, so awesome. So we're... we're um, heading there again. Heading there again. Yeah, I think semi reluctantly and semi excitedly i think i don't know how you're feeling but it's i mean yeah i don't feel it's just a lot a lot a lot of a lot so yeah um. i've been kind of gauging my emotions off of you i've been kind of like <laughs> good as you I, should yeah i'm like as you should always gauge your emotions off of another person definitely yeah. sure well especially with shit like this because i'm like i'm not going through it again i mean okay. i'm like gonna help you like in all the ways you have that to, i can yeah i mean the the shots that you have to deliver aren't it's not super fun for you. I don't hate it. You know, I mean, it's like, whatever, dude. It's a task. It's like, you know, kind of fun. I get to stick your butt with a needle. But like, <laughs> you're the one who's going to have to go through a lot of the shit again. And no, I'm, truthfully, I'm not excited about it. Yeah. You know, I'm excited about the idea of having a baby. Yeah. Um, But this has been really hard. I mean, understatement of the fucking century, you right. know? So it's like, and I know that that was caused by this. Right. Well, this was caused by that. Right, right. You know, so IVF led us to the most sad I've ever seen you in my life. And that scares me. 
Yeah. You know? But... I know. I think that's that's right, too. It's, it's less for me... Because, like, I don't know, shots and whatever. Appointments and surgeries and all that stuff is, is like a... Th- whatever. We're good at keeping our fucking schedule busy. Totally. But I, for me, it's, it's what you just alluded to. It's, it's more the... Um, uh, okay, like, two losses under our belt now. Yeah. One, you know, round of IVF. And just feeling like... Um, and I think this is where a lot of the anger has started to simmer. Yeah. It's like, I'm never just going to be like a normal fucking pregnant chick. Right. Because even now, like the kind of lead up to 20 weeks, that 20 week ultrasound, I feel like that, that might be charged now. Sure. You know? And I mean, so and for no reason, like this is the other thing I need to keep reminding you of and me of is that you had a successful pregnancy. Right. Right. Except for a big part of it. Like she was healthy. Right. Besides the fact that she didn't have the top of her head. Right. You know? Right. And her brain was growing outside of her body. And it's like, so that, I'm not worried that that's going to happen again. Right. It's like the chances of that happening are so fucking minuscule. It's like being struck by lightning, you know. While winning the lottery, you know, while... <laughs> while paragliding. While paragliding. Well, I don't know. That maybe ups the that chances. That ups, yeah. Yeah. But I mean, it's like, it's just, there's no chance that that's going to happen again. I'm not worried about that. Yeah. But like, I don't know, dude. A miscarriage, the miscarriage was like, oh my God, this is so sad. I've never been this sad. And then, then IVF was like, hold my fucking beer. And <laughs> yeah. then it was like, oh, and then we have a 21-year-old... 21 year old, 21 week old baby die. And now I was like, oh my God. And so I'm just kind of like, I don't know what's going to happen. We don't next? need, we don't need a topper. Right. right I don't need that. Yeah. But it's like, I don't know. The, the other choice is what? Not do this anymore or right. like adopt, which is like a super cool option. But like we have these two embryos that are on ice that are cocktailing it. Right. Up at the hospital. And I'm like, I don't know. I want to try that. Yeah. Well, let's do it. Okay. How are you feeling? Good. I am. Um... We're both vaccinated, which is cool. That's great. If you haven't been vaccinated, go get vaccinated. Don't be dummy. <laughs> a lot of people just being finding all sorts of cool reasons. <laughs> you just don't quite believe it. I hate Pfizer. Yeah, bitch. I hate Pfizer too. I hate big pharma. Yeah. But, but more than, than anything, that. I want to go hang out with my family on the East Coast that I haven't seen in 18 months. And, and so, yeah. let's do it. And if you MAGA hat wearing motherfuckers or you hippy dippy <laughs> dicks who are anti-vax or whatever, if you guys cause another surge that gets this trip canceled this summer, <laughs> I'm literally going to come out there for each one of you and I'm going <laughs> to kick you in your fucking throat. Throat. Taint and throat. Maybe. No, that, that was what actually you were trying to do? throat and face. But oh, throat. Yeah, but I'm gonna kick you and shame you because you should be shamed. <laughs> yeah, we're in Oregon where there's PSA. a lot of people. Yeah, where a lot of people aren't getting vaccinated, but we, everybody's wearing their mask and being cool. But I'm looking at you, Florida. There's a lot of people not getting vaccinated, and yo guys aren't wearing masks either. It's not smart. Yeah. Anyways, well. <laughs> um insert really 
smart, funny thread to tie this shit show all together. Right. Here's where I'm at. (laughs) We're going to see you guys again soon. Sure, definitely. It may not be in the same format. I think that we like doing this. We don't really like it being so charged every episode. Mm -hmm. I think that's just taxing. Mm -hmm. It's hard. And so... We just want to say that everything that that we've experienced through this and all of the people that have reached out to us with all the different sorts of stories and love and just everything has meant more than anything. Oh, my God. I don't know what we would have done. Like, we have a good friend network um, who all were so supportive during this. Yeah. But it was nothing like it has been because of the show. Yeah. It was a huge like pillowy life raft with funnel cakes. I mean, it was so... The pillowy part makes me think of the fat guy. <laughs> well, exactly. <laughs> okay, cool. Thanks for being our fat guy. Thanks for being our fat guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's kind of the, that's the tagline. Yeah. Yeah. We'll put that on some mugs or some uh, can <laughs> like uh, can koozies so you can uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> remember. Mike and Rin saying, thanks for being our fat guy. Mm-hmm. That's really... That's it. <laughs> There's the thread. I wish you guys could see how Rin said that. She like cocked her head to the side like a, like how a dog does when you're saying something <laughs> that they... And then she just goes, thanks for being our fat guy. Yeah. Feels right. It does. Mm-hmm. Um, we super love you guys. Yes, uh, we do. I don't know. Reach out. Tell us how we should move ahead if you have ideas. Uh, but we're going to do something super cool. And at the very least, we're going to be rad friends to our friends, rad yes. partners to each other. And we're going to keep on laughing at dick and fart jokes. Amen. Till the day I die. I love you. Love you too. I don't remember how to close the show. <laughs> I'm Mikey. And I'm Rin. And tonight. <laughs> I think we've used we're that before. We're going to stay in. <laughs> you think we've done it before? Of course I think we've done it before. This is the Uroboro. The snake is eating its own oh tail. God. Juvenile, thank you so much. That is not juvenile. That is genuine. I mean genuine. Oh, my God. <laughs> we have finally, we've reached the uh, the apex. <laughs> I was thinking juvenile because of the uh, the other video that we were watching. Slow motion foam. Slow motion foam. Both great songs. Yeah. Okay, we love you guys. Okay, God. See you soon. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my eyes are getting so itchy. <laughs> <laughs> I can't, I can't even see. <sighs> Just by the way, we finished the episode and I was tagging it in my computer and noticed that this was episode 69. <laughs> How fitting. <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs>